Welcome to Fandomonious, a pop culture podcast. Welcome to Fandomonious, a occasional podcast <laughs> where we talk about uh, pop culture, our friendships, our journeys, or just random shit, or random shit. Most of the time, as of lately, it's just been random shit. We've yeah. really, we've really gotten off of the off the rails, off the rails. I but love it's, it. It's fine. We we sprinkle it in there. We still talk about stuff, just not in our normal traditional way, which is fine. Our normal traditional way felt formulaic. Yeah, I do. I do. It feels right, and uh, it either works or it doesn't, and that's literally life and formulaic is the one f word we are not here um for anyone listening later we were having some technical issues so hopefully everything sounds good in the final post uh we've addressed this to viewers for the past 34 minutes (laughs) So, (laughs) so uh and they actually watched us fiddling with stuff in mute until we figured it all out so uh i have a Microphone cable I might need to replace, it sounds like. That's why I'm in a different position. But uh, sound-wise, later, you probably won't be able to tell. But I'm not sitting next to Ian. I'm across the room in a different mic. No, I have an empty chair. I had a Juju. Mm -hmm. I had a Juju cat, nice and adorably sleeping in the chair next to me. And then, um, well, Mm. you know what? He's back. He's gone. He's banned from the room. Uh, Nicole, yes, I did like Black Phone very much. Um, Ian is planning to buy it very soon. I was I was going to tonight. Tonight. But uh, we didn't go on our Walmart adventures. He and his wife both are looking forward to seeing it, so I won't talk much about it tonight, if at all. But uh, possibly by next week, yes. we, could, we could We could have a full discussion out. about it. We very much could, because I, I love it. Scott Derrickson, so I've been very, very much wanting... To see this movie. I wanted to see it in the theater, but we never were able to get to it, you know, because baby stuff. But um, Not because of baby stuff, but we did want to see it in theater. And but, uh, yeah, I, I love Scott Derrickson and, uh, and Joe Hill, and um, the concept of the film seems extremely intriguing. So I, I very, very much want to see it, and I'm going to, the very first chance I get to, to watch it, I'm going to. So you helped me out with this uh, to finish my statement earlier, if you rem- if you recall. Um, Nicole, you can chime in on what you think. I described it to Ian as the jaws of, was it, they say horror movies, thrillers? What did you, you, you filled in my blank there. It's the jaws of, um. Did I? Yeah. Uh, I struggling on what kind of movie to call it and you had filled it in. But, um. Is it, oh, like, um, like a. I think I think I know what I think I know what it was, but now I'm now I feel like I'm missing. It's like a a, a recreate like a true crime rec- rec- recreation or whatever. Well, that's what I was. Yeah, that's what I started to get into. But um, either way, like whatever you had uh, helped me out with that, it's uh, I considered it like I was explaining to Ian. I was like, I feel like this is the jaws of like modern thriller or modern horror, um, which is that's a that's an undertaking. Yeah. So like. Ethan Hawke Telling is, me you compare any movie to Jaws, is that's putting it on a pedestal. <laughs> like, Ethan Hawke isn't in it a lot at the beginning. It, it's And it's it's filmed in a way that's kind of like, 
what I was telling him was it's kind of like watching a documentary on late 70s uh, serial killers, but instead of a narrator, you're following a victim or someone involved, like a character. So other than that difference, like there's no narrator explaining what's happening. You're just following it without him. That's it still has that vibe. It has that feel of like a genuine true crime serial killer story. Um, they did such a good job of making you feel like you're really there watching it happen and unfold. And um, I, I think the Jaws aspect for me came from how little Ethan Hawke is in it until more towards the end. And even then, he's not the main focus. The, the, the kids are the main focus, and then the main kid is the main focus. He's just the shack. He's the shark. He's, he's Bruce. He's the shack. Um, yeah, a slow burn. And then um, out of nowhere, like it doesn't get M. Night Shyamalan twisted. But it gets King twisted. It gets Joe Hill slash Stephen King because it's a twisty twist. He definitely was influenced by his father. Um, but Naturally. he also but he also does his own thing, and you can tell like this doesn't feel like a. St- it feels King ish. It doesn't feel like Stephen King. So I, I I really can't say enough about it. I really genuinely like the movie. So that was my description to Ian to help get keep him pumped up on it. Not get him pumped. He already was. So. I've been uh, pumping since like the first trailer of it released. Mm-hmm. Did uh, uh, the East Steps crotch goblins are eating their dinner <laughs> at ten forty four? Hell yeah! <laughs> you know what? That's cool. Where we eat pizza at like eight thirty earlier or something? I feel like, like I gotta Shane like. And I. I have to keep like adjusting in this damn chair. I keep sinking into the chair because like it's like broken in. I don't know. I don't know if that's the correct term for it, but. You can even, well, you can't switch chairs tonight because the microphone sucks over there, but you can just test them out, see which one you like more, but. Uh, I don't know. I mean, uh, maybe I can just, like, kick my feet up over here. Uh, yeah. There you go. Maybe I can, uh, uh. Need to get you an ottoman? Oh, dude, if you got me an ottoman, it'd be game over. <laughs> well, I know that, that you're a bad parent. I don't think so. There's no such thing. Actually, that's not true at all. There's a very much such thing as a bad parent. But, Sarah, you're not one of them. You're feeding your kids... And I mean that's really that's only really, don't don't beat them and give them food. I I mean you're you're doing okay. I went grocery shopping and needed to relax afterwards because shitty people were out hard. I'm I'm in such a paint me like one of your French girls pose right now. Like, can you see me on your screen? I can, but I'm gonna I'm gonna bring the camera closer to just you now that Juju's gone. I think we need to get you full center because we don't have. Oh, full dude, I'm anymore. full right now. <laughs> you get you get the full me on this one right here. Let's see. Oh wait, I gotta switch. Uh... Oh, it's about if you if you have motion sickness now would be a time to go to the bathroom. Oh yeah, because I'm gonna move. Stuff. He's going. He's going to move shit around. I'll go slow. I gave you guys one of my French poses for a moment, but now Adam's taking it away. No, no, you can still do the French pose. Yeah. Uh, that's the floor. How close can I get you? I don't. You can get as close as you want. You know what I'm saying? Oh. I don't. Oh, oh my Jesus. Oh. Ah. Hello there. General Kenobi. You should have been there for that, Adam. What the hell? I was watching. No, where was my General Kenobi? Hello there. Nope, it's too late now. Which one did you want? It's too late.
I think that's good. They don't need nobody. Nobody's on here to look at me. So let's let's we do. We don't got to focus too much on it. We went from seven to three people. Look at us fucking going, <laughs> Bruh, We are dropping like flies. How did we have? We had more viewers by having a we're streaming soon screen than what we do when we finally started talking. So that says well. Something. Maybe nobody wants to fucking hear. They like they like the elevator music intro, and then we start talking, and apparently uh, it just ruins the whole apparently. thing. That's what happens when your intro slaps, man. As Kramer would say, it fucking slaps. Fuck yes, it does. Dude, this fucking... <laughs> I'm just not with it today. Dude, if it makes you feel any better, I wasn't either. I told work I wanted to leave early today because I felt like a safety hazard. <laughs> Nothing, nothing, none of my equipment work. I just, I seriously, like, I, I'm in the mood to just, like, like Josh, buy all ah. this stuff and start a podcast. You can have this podcast. I'll just give you everything. Just take the name and everything. Take We're over. just going to smoke cigars and drink shit, remember? That's right. Play retro video games and stuff. Uh, Sarah, tell all your friends to come watch us. I know you have them. Yes, please. Jasmine's here. Jasmine, what up, girl? What's up, Jazz? It's about damn time. You're late. What well, now the... Oh, my God. <laughs> Let's see. That's fine, Sarah. Josh is my only friend, too. Sarah, you want to do a podcast with Josh, right? Don't you guys want to be fandomonious? And then we can sit do here Do we even want to be fandomonious? Ow. Let's no. be honest with ourselves here. <laughs> she says, hells yeah. So here we go. There you go. We'll just set it up at your guys' place. I'll give you the passwords to everything. Take over. Jazz, what were you doing? Nicole had a, a genuine excuse. She had school stuff. And then she fell silent. And then uh, Sarah had a genuine excuse because she was feeding her family. <laughs> feeding the family. What was Jazz doing? She winked after that, too, so I don't know. That only means one thing. That's true. You kind of insinuated something here. There you go. Josh is, Josh is going to join us. Well, you got to commute every Friday now. He probably would. I think she was getting busy. I mean, why else would you send a winky face after I was busy? It either involves drugs, alcohol, or sex. <laughs> she missed the gym, but she still got a workout. Ayo. <laughs> That's not right. You said gym, and I honestly was like, yeah, she may have missed the gym, but she still got the slim. Oh. Ayo. No girl wants the slim. She pled the fifth. Oh. All right. That's fair. You're allowed to do that legally. <laughs> <laughs> legally. <laughs> legally, in this podcast chat room, <laughs> you can, in fact, plead the fifth <laughs> right in front of all... Five people here. She pleads the fifth. One, two, three, four, five. Uh-oh. Josh Proud just bonked you. I don't know what that means. That's mis Is that one of your settings, Josh? You bonk me? I don't know what that means. Should I be offended? You can set up a... Josh, should I be offended you bonked me? If so, I am. But if not, then no, I'm not. Straight to horny jail. What the fuck is happening? <laughs> <laughs> Why am I going to horny jail? 
This is insane. This is insane. This this went from off the rails to to ev- like the other side of the rails, <laughs> and then we're 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 treading off the other side too. It's a t- common Twitch command. I still don't even know what that means. Does it automatically do something? If you meant to bonk me, I didn't feel anything physically. I don't know. That's why you bonk people. Okay. Horny jail is getting bonked. Ian, you've been bonked. Being bonked. I feel violated. Your life. Like that feels that feels like a violation of like my my safe space. No bonking, no boinking, no nothing. Am I in the blur? You are the blur. Am I the blur? You might be. Blur. Look, clean hands, clean face. There it is. Good job. Shitty camera. <laughs> Fucking this day, dude. Like, I miss whenever I had, like, uncontrollable anger issues. When I was just like, this isn't working, and I broke it. That felt good. It doesn't feel good to just, like, be like, oh, well. <laughs> what am I supposed to do with that information? Um, I don't know. Raise a kid, I guess, right? That oh, was the well, time. I mean, well, you're going you're gonna to find out. That's right. I finally got rid of... I, I fixed myself. I'm good now. Now it's time to raise a family. There you go. A we rage could, room? This could also be a rage room. I always think of... When I think of a rage room, I always think of that episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia where they find uh, Charlie's rage room. Mm-hmm. And that's like the one episode of Always Sunny in Philadelphia I've ever watched. I love that show. Actually, that's not true. I've seen the one where they play some game that they made up and like... Somebody ends up in a cage. I think Danny DeVito ends up in a cage. That's not surprising. He ends up in weird situations all the time. Like they, it's like this game that like uh, Dennis Charles, like they they like made up this game and they played it. Okay. And like there was a That's bunch of drinking and stuff like that. Vaguely like was, familiar. I know that Shayna would remember it. I'm sure she would. She binged the whole series recently. I listened to the. Uh, I listen to their podcast weekly. I really enjoy listening to those three talk and having guests on. Did you see that? Uh, was it Rob McElhaney? The Office Space Printer Gangster Rap. Hell yeah. Is his name Rob McElhaney? Yeah. Did you see him and Ryan Reynolds have a show on Hulu about their, their football team? No, I didn't know. Like I knew that they had a team together. I didn't know they had a show about yeah, they, it. Yeah, I guess they have like a, a show on, I think it's Hulu, about about it. Or like a documentary that's like following them like or something like that. Oh, that's cool. Seems very Ted Lasso, but it's like Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney. Right on. But like, it's not like a scripted show by the sounds of it. So I don't it's know. It's them actually like. It's just them being there. Ryan Reynolds and Rob McElhaney having a soccer yeah. team together. Can the world even handle that? I think we're gonna find out. I don't know if it's out yet or not, but the world may never know. Um, I'm trying to get myself adjusted a little better here. Yeah, take a swig of my bevy. So, we should probably attempt to do something pop culture related, right? Is that what you guys want? Is that what you're here for? Let's hear it from the crowd. What are you here for? Tell us, is there any pop culture topics that the chat would like to talk about from recent news? Yeah. Uh, been a lot, I feel like there's been a lot of small news things so lately. Let's, let's drop some stuff and... Um, is Ted Lasso good? I have not watched Ted Lasso. We do not have Apple. Anybody I know TV. that has watched Ted Lasso says it is fucking phenomenal. But I have also heard that. So I've never heard a bad thing about it. On the word of other people, we'll say, yeah, it's good. My sister-in-law 
um, watched it, and she says it's really good. I had Apple TV for like a year and then never watched it. Uh, Jeffrey Dean Morgan is joining the bo- the boys, and you should be so fucking stoked because I feel like with the way he acted in Walking Dead for one, but the way he acted in um, Watchmen. Watchmen, that is a good indicator of how he can really bring something to that show. He seems like he fit that universe pretty well. Yeah. Because if I if I ever see like Jeffrey Dean Morgan in like a superhero like role, like it feels like it has to be like rugged. Nicole, you are correct. Allegedly. Yeah, allegedly. There are well, and the other thing, you see you worded it you worded it the same way that Ian worded it, which is there could be a new Friday the thirteenth. But there's two options. Either somebody can make a Friday the 13th and it not have Jason Voorhees or somebody can make a Jason Voorhees movie and not call it Friday the 13th. Well, as of right now. It's because Sean um Victor Miller who was the writer of the first thri- the first Friday the 13th with Pamela in it, he owns the rights to the, the name. name Friday the 13th mm-hmm. because that was his movie mm-hmm. now um sean s cunningham uh owns the rights to the character of adult jason not kid jason but adult jason because kid jason was in because, the first movie because kid jason was in the first friday the 13th film right so he owns the rights to adult jason now it kind of gets weird because it's like well he owns the rights to friday the 13th and then like he owns the rights to uh, uh, Jason Voorhees in any country outside of North America. Like, there's some there's some weird things that are in there. It's nuts. Um, but um, it is a little weird. But um, Sean S. Cunningham, I guess, is on Cameo, and he uh, recently updated his his like you know Cameo like bio or whatever, and um, it said you know. I don't even know how, like, how exactly how it works, but it said, you know, something along the lines of director of or owner of Friday the 13th uh, film installments with a new installment coming next year. Yeah. I mean, and that's I that's, that's that where that's, that's where we're getting this uh, idea of it. Um, Bloody Disgusting posted something about it, and I read that article and. I don't want to say it's reaching for straws, but I mean it's it's a weird place for somebody to make an announcement like that, or at least that or that be where the news breaks. You know, right. in terms of like it was in the director's or in creator's <laughs> cameo bio. Um, Jess said something about Hogwarts Legacy. Is that the game that? You the, showed me the trailer for. Is that a completely different one? No, no, that is, that is the one, and it okay. got delayed until like March, I think. Oh, it was supposed to come out holiday of this year, but it got delayed until like February or March of 2023. So not very long, but it still got delayed a couple months. Yeah, but I'm stoked on it. It did I, look good. I am going to be so evil on that game <laughs> for no fucking reason. Like <laughs> Tom Riddle is going to look like a punk little bitch compared to <laughs> compared to the shit I am going to fucking do on that game. You're going to have to change your name from Soupy Sith Lord to Sith Lord Slytherin. Yeah, dude, I will. <laughs> Don't think I won't. Actually, no, because then Microsoft or not Microsoft, uh, PlayStation will charge me for changing my name again. Oh yeah, <laughs> it's it looks really good. I I mean I like it the idea like of a of an open world Harry Potter game. I think the concept would be pretty neat. 
Um, I've been following the... How neat is that? I've been following the game since it came out. Like, they announced it, and which they have announced it, like, with, like, the launch of, like, the PS5, and here we are. It's still getting delayed and not out yet, so... We'll see how it goes, but I, I, I'm planning... I'm going to buy it. Well, and we also got um, a notification that there is a new game coming out that mm-hmm. we talked about a little bit before we started recording. Yes, the Killer Clowns from Outer Space video game. Hell Which yes. came out of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Because I feel like Killer Clowns from Outer Space is such a niche, Super like, 80s it. horror film. Yeah, there's been... There's definitely been for some reason a, a revival of it and I don't know what triggered it like I'm not sure what has uh, like even Spirit Halloween's getting into like the yeah into like it. the merch um, is heightened up we're seeing it coming into Horror Hound more often like mm-hmm. there's stuff coming in for that I think there was an anniversary if I remember right that might have been what um, kicked it off I know there's some of them some of the uh, actors from Killer Clowns Matter Space are going to be at Horror Hound in a couple weeks yeah, I think there's something with an anniversary of something, and that's, I think, why they're doing it. So I think that's probably what stirred this up. But yeah, Horror Hound, uh, Spirit Halloween, uh, I've seen stuff on TikTok. There's just a, a short was released. I think it was an animated short. Oh, that's cool. I think it was released not that long ago from the Chiodo Brothers. Okay. I was just at, like, what was it, a couple weeks ago? A month or two ago? I don't even know how long ago. I was, I was getting um, touched up by Ben. Um, and then having some Joker work done. And while I was in there, uh, his other employee, Ditto, was actually tattooing a Killer Clown's like partial sleeve. Cause it was on his leg, if I remember right. It might have been his arm. But uh, he was showing me that, and it was really good. But, My yeah. older brother has a Killer Clown's Matter Space tattoo. Nice. On his arm. Yeah, it's just such, like also, I said, it's just such he also a... He a hatchet man. Well, we don't, we don't talk about that. But it's Shay. it's such a it's such a niche movie. Like it's so random it's that so that funny, that, that of all of all movies like from the eighties that have like a resurgence like forty years later. Like Killer Clowns from Outer Space was not on it's my bingo so, card. Like it's so weird that it's good, but it is. Like I love that movie. It like, is. I it's a really so good movie. Like it, it really is surprisingly a really good movie. Yeah, I like I like Killer Clowns from Outer Space. And it's like I said earlier when we were talking about it, like I like how like um even though I wasn't the biggest fan of the the Friday the thirteenth game when it came out, like it was one of those things where like it kind of opened the door, you know, because now yeah. we're getting like a, a Texas Chainsaw Massacre game in like the same vein of uh Friday the thirteenth, now there's Killer Clowns from Outer Space, uh video game, and you know, there's obviously like still right now, like Dead by Daylight is still pretty uh pretty popular. Yeah. Um and um, like I, so, I, I feel like survival horror games have really kind of made their way into the mainstream these last, I would say, probably five or six years. Yeah, yeah, because Evil Dead, like I had the Evil mm-hmm. Dead, uh, Astro's Evil Dead TV series come out, so that was a play on the nostalgia. The, and then the Evil Dead video game, the game that just came out. And There's now a, a new movie. The new movie just got official, officially dated for April 21st, and they moved it from HBO Max to a theatrical release. I am so excited about that. Evil Dead Rise, yeah. April 21st. I'm stoked about that. Now, as Which, far as I know, Bruce is like, I'm seriously done screwing around. Like, no more. Um, I'm going to retire. I think he was like, I can't play this guy anymore. It, well, it hurts. I was actually talking at <laughs> work about. Fair. I was talking at work about this. I think actually it was either yesterday or today. I think it was yesterday. And um, 
there was a I don't know if somebody like had just asked him or if it was like something that's actually like being considered. Um, there was a talk about a an Evil Dead animated series. Oh right, and he's he'd and be he's, happy to voice. And he said that he would come back and voice mm-hmm. Ash, but he's retired from him for in terms of live action. Yeah, which I respect that. You yeah, know, you know what? But I mean, you know, if he's if he's like, yeah, dude, I'll do it for voice acting. Hell yeah. Yeah, I'd be all, I'll be all for that. And I'm also really stoked because Scream Factory did that uh, the Army of Darkness like 4K re-release, mm-hmm. and they did the 2013 Evil Dead. Uh, they did a 4K release, and I pre-ordered that thing so fucking fast. I I I will always vouch for Scream Factory. Their their Blu-ray and 4K releases are top notch. I'll have to check out those. Uh, what do we get? I do the Friday the Thirteenth pack. Yeah, that's that's Scream Factory, the the Friday the Thirteenth uh, box set. Yeah, dude, I've got like a whole shelf worth of just Scream Factory titles. I, I love Scream else. Factory stuff. They always um, have such good like double or like a uh, special features hmm. with that come with them. And like if you pre order it, they'll give you a poster of like the box art and like the slip cover and all that kind of stuff. It's really neat. So uh, I'm I'm stoked yes. to get that Evil Dead uh, pre order poster with mine. I'm I'm stoked for that one. That comes out. I think September 27th. Right on. So that's coming up. Nicole, uh, Ian's older brother, is a juggalo. Or at least was. I mean, I don't know if you can yeah. still call him that now. Are they even doing anything? I music don't know. Wise? Do you fuck? I don't know. <laughs> I am not the person to ask. I don't give a fuck at all. That's fair. Oh, my God. So but I'm glad to see like that Like the Evil Dead is getting... Uh, getting that uh, that boost. Oh, um, I haven't watched the doc on Shudder about Evil Dead. Oh, Hail to the Deadites. Yeah, that's one of those documentaries that's on Shudder. It's actually really cool. I mean, it's it's all about the fans of Evil Dead. Like, talking about going, like, cons and stuff like that. And, like, the whole documentary is it's not even about the Evil Dead. It's about the fans of Evil Dead. It's pretty neat. It's not very long. It's only, like, an hour and a half. Like, it's not a, it's not a very long documentary but it's it's really neat you would like it oh i'm sure i would i'm definitely gonna check it out i mean it is your shutter account yeah (laughs) um speaking of evil dead i have to find so i made uh an evil dead cosplay in 2000 and Fifteen. See the pictures he's posted in the Discord. Did I post them in Discord? Yeah, we had like a whole conversation about it like a couple months ago. Oh, okay. Yeah, <clears throat> I forgot about that. But um, just recently, I was talking to a guy. I bought something off Facebook Marketplace, a guitar pedal, and I was looking around. I was like, you know what? Like, I, I kind of miss. Like, I sold my entire costume to a friend of mine. Um, I don't even know if he still has it. Uh, he dropped off Facebook, and um, he's not very active on anything else. But um, I sold him my entire cosplay for... I'm not even going to say the number in case he doesn't want me to. It was pretty cheap, in my opinion. Um, whenever... It, let's say that it was it was within the couple hundred range, and I've been told that some people sell their chainsaws when they're done for like $1,200. So... I sold the whole suit and Kendari and Dagger and uh, Necronomicon everything. 
Um, but I, I'm gonna, I want to make another chainsaw. I don't know if I'll make anything else. I'm not sure yet, but I want to make another chainsaw. So I did buy the body of the right chainsaw, but he didn't sell me the blade, which kind of stinks. But um, is it just like the the motor part? Like there's no like anything on it, like in terms of the blade. Yeah, like there's there's like the actual like bar that comes out, and then the blade goes around it, and neither of those two things are there. So the motor, the body, the oil cans inside, like your oil and gas and all that stuff, that's all there. But the actual like arm and blade, which you can get those, like I could go somewhere and get them. Um, but I'm already like starting to like the first one I ever did. The guy gave it to me for free, and this one I had to pay for, and it, like, they're not running cheap anymore. But anyways, I bought that off of him, and then I, just like I did for the first one, I made the, um, you can't see that in the fucking camera, I made the grill exhaust port at work, yeah, it's hard to see, but either way, I'm going to try to make another Ash vs. Evil Dead hand chainsaw, that's what I was getting at, it's late, I'm tired, and everything's fucking the worst right now so <laughs> we're d- we're doing our best damn it and i mean and in other horror news um since we're on the topic of horror yeah it was announced earlier this week via jamie lee curtis that halloween ends will do a joint release again they're going to release it on peacock and in theaters simultaneously oh, right on. just like they did uh halloween kills i don't know what to do um, I wasn't upset with Halloween. I was like, okay, you know, they did something that's okay. And then Halloween Kills came out and I was just like, I'm done. Like this sucks. It's not good. And, and so I don't even know what to do. And we saw that one in theater. So well, I feel like, it, I feel I like you feel like, do. I feel like you feel a bit of spite because you guys also just had a terrible theater experience we did we had some really shitty people in the theater that night but i genuinely like i genuinely think that the movie was not good it was meh and i don't know what to expect like what do i pay for a ticket i didn't hate it but i you know comparing it to some of the other sequels we've gotten in the past it wasn't the worst one i've watched right i've seen halloween resurrection And I even love Halloween Resurrection, damn it. I I don't. I hate that movie. It's terrible, but it has its moments. But um, I didn't hate Halloween Kills. I can understand why. Well, I, guess I, I can say, say that. I hated it. I, I can say didn't like it. the disdain and like dislike for it from other people I feel is justified. I personally liked, I know, I know your opinion on this. I'm just stating like I personally liked the new um, Scream like, way more than Halloween Kills. Like, I, I rate it way higher than Halloween Kills. Uh, well. Like, I, I know where you're at with that, but... Uh, that's like comparing a turd to diarrhea. You know? I mean, I'd rather have a turd. One's, a, one, one's solid, the other one's just a pile. But they're both poop. But they're both shit. <laughs> <laughs> like, let's just call... That, that's the only way I can know how to, like, give my opinion on, on that uh, perspective. Um... Because I really liked 2018's Halloween. I really did. I thought it was really yeah, good. Yeah, I, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, so I had high hopes from there. Um, mm. I'm not really sure what to expect from this movie. I feel like the marketing in terms of like 
uh, trailers and stuff has been extremely limited. Yeah, there hasn't been much about the new uh, one. There's only been like a teaser trailer. But I feel like we'll get like a full trailer probably here sometime in September. Um, there's only been the one teaser trailer so far. Um, but it comes out October 14th on uh, Peacock and in theaters uh, same day. Um, I told my wife, I said, I feel like I want to go my see wife. it. Yeah, my wife. I told her that I wanted to kind of go see it in theaters just because it's, quote unquote, the last one. Right. I was like, I feel like I have to go. A part of me feels like I have to see this in the theater and then rewatch it at home again. So that way I don't have to pay to rewatch it again. Uh, and to my surprise, she actually agreed with me. Mm. I was actually I was genuinely surprised by that. She was going to be like, why? Well, if we can watch it at home for free, why don't we? Right. It's like we can. After we pay to watch it the first time. Right. I still have to, I still want horror films to get made. So therefore I still want to give them my money. Yeah. Kind of beholden to capitalism, capitalism. baby. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. So, I mean, like I said, I, I liked Halloween, like the 2018 Halloween. I really did. I thought it was, it, it made sense to me. And then Halloween Kills, there were some really cool aspects of the film. I really liked the the flashbacks to 79 that they did mm-hmm. uh, and how they made it act like the way it was filmed actually looked like it was filmed in 1979. Like the graininess of the camera like and of the film and like how everybody was dressed, how it was shot and everything like that. Yeah, they did a it great all, job with the flashbacks. I thought, I thought those flashbacks were filmed so cool. Absolutely. Uh, Booty Guardian, right now we are currently talking about Halloween Kills. Halloween, Halloween, Halloween Ends. Yeah, the The, the, the David the Gordon trilogy. Green trilogy. Yeah. But, um... Oh, yeah, She-Hulk. We can talk about that, too. But, um... Yeah, I just... The ending of Halloween Kills still, I think, pissed me off more than anything with Judy Greer in the window... Yep, I know a lot of people. Worst. I know a lot of people didn't really care for her character. Oh, I didn't mind her character. Like, you know, and when I say a lot of people, I mean like just the internet. Right. They apparently thought she was just annoying, and it's just like whatever. You guys think every fucking person is annoying in a movie, but like, I, I'm not pissed necessarily that she died. I'm pissed how they killed her. If that makes any sense. Yeah. Like, if she would have died, like, in the movie by the hands, like, of Michael, like, trying to fight Michael, I would have been at least been like, yeah, it sucks that you killed Judy Greer, because I fucking love Judy Greer. But, you know, at least it was a, I guess you'd call a justifiable death. But this one, it felt so forced and so out of pocket for where the movie was. It's like they were trying to get their uh, Friday the 13th moment. Yeah. And it just didn't fucking land yeah it, it just felt so forced and it wasn't it, i don't think it worked at least it didn't for me now in terms of halloween ends um apparently it's a, there's a time jump of i think five years oh um and they said that like uh it, i think jamie lee curtis actually said herself that some of the things that they did in this movie are going to piss off a lot of people. And it's like, that's not a good marketing tactic. No, it's not a good way to start. <laughs> that is like, not a good way. And, and this if was you before know that, then don't do it. And this was before any trailer or like a press junket or anything had been released yet. 
This was like early on that she's like, we made some decisions in this movie that are probably going to piss off a lot of people. Um, I'm still going on my theory that there might be an imposter Michael and that the Michael that we see in this movie, at least for majority of it, isn't going to be Michael. Okay. It's going to be an imposter Michael for a good section of the movie. And then, like, actual Michael will probably come in towards the end, and that's when we'll have our um, our final face-off, if you will. But that's just a theory. I don't know. It, I mean, just based on a minute and 13 teaser trailer, you know what I mean? It's So, I don't, I don't have a lot of... I have grounds for it, but it's not... Um, it's kind of reaching its straws, in some, as some would say, but, you know, whatever. It's fun to theorize. Um, no, I like... I, I That's part of, I think, our appeal, to me at least, and maybe not to other people, but our speculation. Yeah. Um, I think that some people might find that annoying, but I enjoy when we speculate because, uh, I don't know, it just makes us be more creative ourselves, in a sense. And I mean, and it... it it says a lot with where uh, the genre of horror itself is right now. I mean, in the last, what, four years, we've gotten a Halloween, a new Halloween trilogy, um, a new Scream movie. Uh, there's a new Hellraiser movie uh, coming out, I think, yeah. this year. Wasn't there also a series or not for Hellraiser? No, not to my knowledge. For some reason, I thought they were doing um, a cartoon or some sort of series as well. And then, uh, we have another Scream movie coming out in March um, of 2023. Uh, apparently, there's a possibility of... Uh, <coughs> excuse me. There's a possibility of the next Friday the 13th installment being next year. I don't really... I don't believe that. That seems early, but I mean, who am I? Um it's just it's crazy to see where the state of the genre is right now with all of these um heavy hitters still going strong minus Freddy. Freddy's kind of in a weird limbo right now it seems like. Yeah, the the I again the That's the crazy Jackie Earl Haley. Yeah, that was 2010. Um, I personally enjoyed the movie. Um I can watch it. But, I don't have a disdain for it but like for people what do. It did to the franchise, I, and I understand why they haven't been able to figure out what to do next. Well, I think once Wes passed away, uh, the rights for um, oh yeah, they did a new Texas. Oh yeah, they they did a they did a Texas yeah, Chainsaw. They, they, they are continuing that, that, aren't they? And then another one coming out too. I don't I don't know if there is or not. I feel like there probably was, but they they definitely did a Texas Chainsaw movie. They, uh, <laughs> that that did happen. They did something. Uh, they did something. That one had a lot of mixed reviews. Like I personally was like, I meh. Like I really, I watched it and was just like, this movie's so fucking terrible. (laughs) Up until the last like thirty seconds of the film, and it redeemed the whole thing for me. Yeah, it wasn't enough for me. I was like, yeah, that's fun. I I have never seen a movie waste a legacy character. Oops. Like they did in the new Texas Chainsaw movie with uh, yeah, Sally was, Hardesty. I have never ridiculous. seen a legacy character wasted so much in my life. I was I was offended. Yeah. Like yeah. I could not believe what they fucking did to Sally in that movie. Threw her in the trash. I was I was pissed. 
But no, that last 30 seconds when he fucking cuts that bitch's head off and just holds it in the street was one of the most satisfying things I've seen all year, still to this day. I hated that whole movie, but that last 30 seconds was fucking chef's kiss. Loved it. Um, let's see. Well, let's do. Uh, well, we can't talk about. But hold on, let me f- let me finish my th- my thought yes, real quick. Do that. So, with all the heavy hitters still going, minus Freddie because of the the uh, rights battle or rights battle, but the rights being with the estate of of Wes Craven, and uh, I, I've heard that there's they're they're open to shopping it around. But, um, you know, you have – it's 2022 and going into 2023 here in the next few months. You have all these heavy hitters that are still going strong. Mm-hmm. And then you still – and then on top of all that, you have stuff like Monkey Paw Productions with Jordan Peele, A24, you know. And then you have – so you have these other studios. Like you have – so you still have like Blumhouse. your – Blumhouse. Yeah, and Blumhouse. Well, Yeah. You have all the you have all these these heavy hitters that are still going strong like your legacies like your your Jasons your Michaels your you know Leatherfaces but then you're still getting shit like Hereditary and Midsummer and The Witch um, as much as I hate the movie it follows like it's mm. one of those things where like horror we're so spoiled now and it's it's nice. But, like, yeah. it's not, like, spoiled where, like, look at, like, the 80s where, like, they were just pumping out a Friday the 13th movie every year despite the quality of the film. It's, like, we're spoiled with not only having so much um, at our fingertips, but it's actually good quality stuff. I mean, look at, like, what Jordan Peele has done, you know, with uh, Nope and Us and Get Out. And then like and then like I said, you have like Ari Aster, who's done like you know Midsummer, Hereditary, and then you have your Robert Eggers movies. Like you know these these other directors are you know aside from just giving us our legacy slasher characters, we're still feeding so well in the in the genre, and it's so nice. I think that's what makes it so like difficult to handle and swallow a bad Halloween movie is. It's normal to be good. You know what I mean? Like, so when you do that badly, it's just like, I don't know. It's just, there's not as much of an excuse, I guess, anymore. Well, I mean, look at what happened with Texas Chainsaw. I mean, not to say that, I mean, and I, I will go as far as to say that there hasn't, there's not really a good Texas Chainsaw massacre movie except for the original. And I'll even go as far as to say the Michael Bay 2003 remake, because I actually really enjoy that one. I personally, but aside from like the early 2000, mid 2000 remakes, I liked the Texas movies better. I liked the Friday the Thirteenth movie better. Like that was when I that I wish that tone is what would have stuck. Well, like, I think I think moving forward with like uh like if they do Friday the Thirteenth, mm-hmm. I think because of the rights, I think we'll we'll get a very uh very much a kind of like two thousand nine Jason kind of movie again, yeah. uh, mostly just because legality reasons. I would honestly, I would personally love for them as much as I love the mythos and the romanticism with Kane Hodder as Jason. I would, they need to bring back Derek Mears. I want to see Derek Mears. Derek Mears, I think, is a good passing of the torch. And he, because he was, he was embodying that same passion that Kane Hodder did. And they could very much do with like Kane Hodder and Derek Mears, like with what uh, James Hugh Courtney and Nick Castle did for these new movies. 
Like Nick Castle was in, you know, the suit for a couple shots. He got to wear the mask for a couple shots. Yeah. Um, you know, and do and do a couple things as Michael. And then, you know, James G. Courtney stepped in for stuff, you know, and like I think that there's a way that they could integrate that into Friday the thirteenth so that way we could have uh Kane Hodder and, you know, Derek Mears kind of still do do something like that. And I would be okay with that because I'm in the same boat as you are. I love I love Kane um and what he did for the character of Jason. Mm. Um but I think he's kind of reached that point where he uh I'm not gonna say he doesn't have it in him because I he very much does. Yeah. But I think, you know, age, you know, it age happens. Yep. You know, and but I do think Derek Mears embodied Jason Voorhees in the uh, 2009, the killer cut, as if you will. I agree. He embodied the character very well. So if if they're going to bring it, if they're going to do anything back, bring anybody back, I think Derek Mears is the the guy to bring back to put on the hockey mask again. Yeah, I think so too. I agree. In terms of a, in, in terms of a Nightmare on Elm Street movie, you know, I, I really don't know where they could go. What do you want them to do with it? Like, do you? Like, I've always with liked... what happened with Jackie Earl Haley's like movie compared to, like the way I would describe it is compare the first Friday to late Fridays, or not Friday, sorry, Freddy stuff, um, Nightmare. So the first <coughs> Nightmare, late Nightmare, and then the remake, they're com- they're three completely different tones. Um, and then if there's something else new completely that you have in mind, um, I think if you're going if you're going to do a uh, a new nightmare movie, I think you have to do a passing of the torch. Um, I think you director you, or characters character okay like for Freddy specifically. Oh, like there won't be a Freddy? No, there there will be. Uh, did you watch the new Candyman? No, I need to. Okay, well then this might not make a lot of sense to you. I like Candyman, the original. I, I just don't. I haven't seen the new one. Um, I think I think they need to do. And for anybody in the chat, uh, Nicole, I feel like you're probably if anybody, Nicole would probably be the one that's seen the new Candyman movie. She might know what I'm talking about. I think they need to do uh, with Freddy what Nia DaCosta did with uh, Candyman um, in the new movie. Um, that way you have a way of honoring uh, Robert England as the character and he still gets that final outing, but they they make it to where you can continue uh, the mythos without him. And it makes sense. Um, okay. I've always liked the concept of, uh, um, I think it was uh, Wes Craven for how many times... I've watched it. I should know this by heart. Um, I think it, I think Wes Craven said it was for uh, one of the films that he wrote in the franchise that didn't end up getting picked up. Um, it was like Freddy was like uh, like nobody was afraid of him anymore. Yeah, he um, wasn't that the whole thing with uh, Freddy versus Jason. Yeah, they kind and they kind of dabbled in that. Like nobody was afraid of him anymore. People were taking sleeping pills to go into the dream world to mess with him, to fuck with him, and beat the shit out of him. You know, whatever. And then he just manages to get a hold of one kid and kills one kid in their dreams, which then sparks that um, that fear again to give him strength. And I think 
um, in this way, you can make it to where uh, Freddy is kind of uh, still trapped. Okay. Um, like, but he um, he can still puppeteer. If that makes any sense. Um, well, even to where like you could have like almost like Robert England be like a voice of conscience in somebody new. Kind of like think of like what they did with like Freddy's Revenge, but like better. Right. And then but like the idea of Freddy be you know more like passed on to like another like and it's almost like an entity rather than like a physical being. Right. Um now do you like do you need the do you need the legacy character to pass the torch? I don't think you. I don't think it's needed. Like with the but Friday I think the 13th, in, you, I mean, part of it's the mask. You can just have a different character. But like you, I think for Freddy, I think because of what happened with the Jackie Earl Haley in iteration, I yeah. think that with a character like Freddy, they realize that you can't just put on the hockey mask on somebody, right? You know, if you will, because like, a lot of times that's what I prefer, just so I like because it, it does like it, it helps take you out of reality and so by having that other person there you're almost bringing in that like oh this used to be a thing and now it's not so we're passing it on so then to me it's like i don't know kind of you bring in the the details of reality the real world whereas but I think if you, you have just to do it, have a different actor i think you have to do it in a way that honors what came before because of because of what happened with the last uh movie where they just recasted freddy and they realized it you can't just recast freddy Right, like it, it just doesn't that's, work, and that's not even anything against Jackie Earl Haley. Like I actually like Jackie Earl Haley. I do too. I just don't think the writing was there. Um, but I think, I think now after that happening and like how that film was uh, conceived by fans, I think that whoever picks it up has to do something that uh, will honor um, uh, Robert England, but yet give him a way that the the franchise can move on without him. Yeah. Yeah. And, at least cause... at least maybe in a physical. Like like I say, he could be a voice of conscience. Yeah. You know uh, of sorts or like a narrator of 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 sorts. You know, like you know, it's it's dream world, you know, you could he could do whatever the fuck you he could wants. Can you imagine getting a cartoon Either a season, like a series, or even just a, a long cartoon movie where, like, we talked about how Bruce would do voiceover still. Mm-hmm. But can you imagine, like, Robert England voicing Freddy Krueger, Bruce Campbell voicing Ash Williams in a cartoon? Obviously, there's no, there's no Jason or Mike Myers, so you could just have them in it, but... Um, and then the scream guy, if you wanted to throw him in for some reason, he'd be easy to put in because the guy's still doing the voice thing. So I don't know. I, I feel like that would be awesome to get. No, it absolutely would. I mean, and plus with it being animation, you can get away with a lot more than you can in live action. Absolutely. Like the whole thing, just even if you just did Ash and Freddy, like those two, because they're the two legacy actors that are on their way out because, like we said, you the other ones have masks. You can kind of just get whoever texas chainsaw is the same way how many fucking people have played that guy yeah um, mostly because gunner hansen's passed away already right but uh 
Yeah, I think just those two alone, just to be able to get their mannerisms, their acting. It's so they're so comical already. They're not comical. Comical is the wrong word. Charismatic. Yeah, character. It. I don't know. They're cartoony. Yeah, they are. They're cartoony, so it would fit the thing. And then you like to to then just be doing voices. I mean, I don't yeah. know, man. I just I just feel like that would be right up those two's alley and then to put them together and have them do an episode. Like, like it'd be a good way to keep them there without them actually being there. Yeah. I don't know. They just make, I get excited thinking about that. I think <laughs> that'd be a good... It's concept. I mean, I, I'm open to it. I think it'd be... A, I would definitely... I would definitely tune in. Mm-hmm. So... Yeah, um, the state of horror. We're, we're, we're eating good in, in the horror world. Eating and that's good just, in the and, and that's not even talking about like the independent films that are made and right. the lower budget films on like that are made or like the shutter originals, you know, screen box, like there's just, there's so much out there to absorb. Like there is an un, unlimited untapped, like mass amount of, that, of yes. stuff out there to, to absorb. Um, we should probably get some She-Hulk convo on here. Hell yeah. Now that we're about She-Hulk. Getting further into the episode. Now, I know a lot of it gets cut out from the beginning because of our, faux, our technical faux pas, but um, we both have seen episode one and two. Josh has only seen one, so we're, I'll try to refrain from anything from episode two. Um, so episode one, we get to see uh, fourth wall breaking very early. We get to see Bruce... Uh, did they explain what's going on there? Like that was the one thing I wasn't a hundred percent sure on. I have nothing. I'm not griping about this show at all. I love it. I think you should. Everyone should watch it. It is pretty um, great. I'm. I'm very much enjoying it so far. Did they explain? Like he kind. I know he says something about it, but he he's actually Bruce Banner again. He's not Professor Hulk. And yeah, then he, he had that like contraption on his arm. Right. I don't know. I don't know. If that was, it was just weird, I guess. But either way, they explained it and. They had uh, Mark Ruffalo in it, and uh, they get in a, like in the original, like the comics. I think she gets into an accident, and she's so bad off she has to do a blood transfusion, and her uncle has the right blood type, but it has the gamma radiation poisoning to it, so she gets a little bit of blood and becomes She Hulk. And this during the like after the accident. They're both okay. They're both getting out of the vehicle fine, but she scrapes her arm, and he's got a cut on his head, I think, but he bleeds a little bit on her arm. It gets in the wound, and that was enough to infect her. And uh, then you find out that um, she has better genes, we'll say, than he does because it reacts to the gamma radiation much more favorably than him. So... A lot of the kinks and bullshit he had to work out for decades, kind of, you know, a little bit of training, she figures it all out. So she has way more control over it than he had originally. Mm-hmm. I've, re- I've really, I've really enjoyed it so far. Um, I do enjoy the fourth wall breaks. I think yeah. they're uh, they're pretty great, and they're not over. They don't feel forced or like shoehorned in. They're very right. fluid with like the tone of the episode, and they don't do it. Like an overabundance amount of times, like you get like yeah, you get like one per episode, but like 
the one that they do give it to you, it's like totally worth it. And I haven't followed the comic book series like religiously, so it was nice that I had seen people point out like, hey, we've heard that people are complaining about the fourth wall breaking or the there's some areas of it that are sillier and they don't understand why it doesn't fit the tone of She-Hulk and they showed like numerous comic book pages that she show... Was, she was doing it before Deadpool. Yeah, they would change art styles in some of the scenes in the comic book just because it, it portrayed a silliness that's happening. Mm-hmm. So they would change the art style to show how silly they're being. They'd be little kids drawn funnily, then they'd be back to normal. So it, it's meant to be that way from the beginning. So I think that in that sense, they're actually being fairly true to the source. Um, Absolutely. And either way, it's just, and it also has a similar tone. This, I don't know what they're going to do with it in the future and how they're going to blend all this stuff into the MCU movies, but this is very similar to uh, Miss Marvel. It even has the artistic ending where it's a lot of like paint drawing, like watercolor marker drawings. Um, so those shows are lighter toned. Yeah, and they're very in sync with each other. They line up together. Um, they feel very similar. They're the same guild or whatever. So um, I like that they're doing that. There, I'm seeing consistency. So, yeah, I'm curious how that's going to translate to the films. But right now, I'm really liking how they're doing these shows. Yeah, I mean, I uh, I know being only two episodes in so far, I've I've really enjoyed it. Um, I like the lightheartedness. I know we've talked about, um, you know, when we talk about other shows. I know uh, Phase Four has been pretty, uh, pretty heavy on grief. Mm-hmm. So I think uh, with uh, Miss Marvel and uh, now She Hulk, I think it's a a nice change of pace to kind of just you know make you laugh a little bit. Like, and I know these some of these shows are kind of goofy and they're they're meant to be that way. But you know, the just because it's the MCU doesn't mean it has to be you know, kick punching and explosions every time, you know, there's right. You know, the, the MCU can have different tones and I would want it to have different tones. Cause then you're not just getting the same thing every single time. But, um, uh, yeah, so far I really like it. I think, uh, the characters are, are pretty well written so far. I really like, uh, I, I can never get her name. I like Tatiana Mal, Malisley or her, um, the She-Hulk actress. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, I always I I don't know why I can't get it right. I'll I'll like look at it and be like, oh, okay, and then like ten seconds later, I'll somehow forget it again. That and that's just my brain. Um, uh, she is phenomenal. Um, yeah. I really I really enjoy her. Um, I know she came from uh, or the show Orphan Black, uh, before this, and I heard very good things about that. Um, when that was on the air, um. Um, so I think she's doing a great job as, uh, Jennifer Walters. Um, I think the, uh, the CGI, they cleaned up the CGI a lot. The CGI looks a lot better. Uh, still not perfect, but I mean, you know, yeah, I, still you, don't understand why I, I can't, can ex- I'm never so going to well. expect it to be though. Yeah, but they do, they do Bruce Banner's face like to, um, but they also Mark have Ruffles so well. I don't understand why but it's I think a struggle for, for her. Oh, I think for him, I think they just kind of have like a, you know, they already have that made, like that render, yeah. you know, from, from past movies. Um, and then She-Hulk, they kind of had to... Like, I know that, I understand that there's so many details that go into the mythical part of this. The fact that she's changing into a larger 
different colored being that her whole makeup is completely different. Mm-hmm. Nothing should be shocking. For some reason, I still can't get over why her hair gets longer and straighter. And then when she goes back to normal, it curls up and gets shorter. I, I don't know why that bothers me. It shouldn't. Well, shouldn't it also bother me that she turns green and gets larger? <laughs> like, I don't know. I don't understand why that bothers me, but her hair change. She's got some luscious locks, too. Bothers me. As She-Hulk. She's got some, she's yeah. got some luscious locks. Um, Josh, I'm excited for you to see see, uh, season two, Jesus, uh, episode two, because, um, they bring back, uh, another character. And not to mention, uh, I realized this, um, which Josh might know, because I think Josh watched, uh, Arrow, uh, in season, or in episode two, uh, they brought in the guy who played, uh, Prometheus, who played, uh, Adrian in season five of Arrow. Uh, one of my probably one of my favorite villains of Arrow. Uh, they brought him in to play uh, uh, one of the lawyers that she works for uh, or works with in the new firm. Um, yeah, is this the one that gave her the gave her the basket? The, yeah, the map on where to poop. Yeah, <laughs> that guy, dude. He was on Arrow, and he was so fucking badass as Prometheus on Arrow. Right on. I haven't watched that. And like him just coming in with that basket, I just got like, it just made me laugh. Cause I'm like, oh shit, like it's him. What's so funny was like he hands her this bath, like a gift basket. And I think there was some snacks and stuff in there, but there was a lot of like office supplies too. And he like has, he's like, I also made a map of all the best bathrooms to use. And it was so funny because her face went like super serious in her tone. She went, thank you. Like <laughs> it was so sincere. It was just like how important that is to to know at a new place. Like these are the best bathrooms to poop in. Like oh, absolutely. That that is that is the key thing. Like, like she you, nailed that response. Yeah. Just, thank you. Yeah, it's it's pretty great. So I I'm very much. I look forward to the episodes every week. Like I, I'm actually genuinely enjoying this so far. Her family, like her dad, just cracks oh, me yeah. up. Like the cut scene of the episode where she's just like doing chores around the house yeah. to help them out as like she Hulk and she's carrying in these like seven, like full water fucking bottles. water cooler bottles. And she's just like, you know, dad, I'm really excited that I'm happy for you that you're staying hydrated, but this seems like overkill. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I, I think they're also like starting to, I think they're starting to experiment with blending the R rating in. Because in the first episode, uh, the Hulk, like, throws her off a cliff, essentially. And as she's falling, she, like, full-on flips, flips him, him off. off. And it's and it's view- like, seeable. You yeah, see it. It's not, like, blurred or anything. And then in the cut scene, um, he reveals that, uh, even though contrary to common belief of fans, apparently, he reveals that... Um, Steve Rogers. Steve Rogers was not a virgin. He was getting some poon. Yeah, and she's, you know, drunk. Uh, she all, she's just like, yes, Steve Rogers, fuck. And like, <laughs> it cuts out before she can say fucks. But, like, they're pushing that envelope to see if anyone. I love Marvel's new. I love Marvel's new thing of uh, cutting the episode, like, cutting the show or, like, movie in the middle of somebody saying fuck. Yeah. Like, I know they did that with, like, all three of the Spider Man movies. <laughs> and then, like,. This like I I just love that that's a thing that they're doing now and I'm a hundred percent here for it. Yeah, I like it. So um, yeah, I'm I'm enjoying it. We have uh, 
D23 coming up, I think, September 24th. And Marvel's supposed to announce five movies. Oh, Jesus. Yeah, so, and apparently we're supposed to be getting... Like, announce new stuff? Or yeah. Because like, they've got, like, several years out already. Yeah, like, apparently they're announcing five movies that haven't been announced yet. Oh, Jesus. And then on top of all that, um, we're supposed to be hearing about who the director and the cast of the Fantastic Four will be. Hell yeah. So we'll be having that in a couple of weeks. So I'm something to look forward to. Ready for that. I am, I am very I think ready that for we're that already well. confirmed, right? We are not going to get I mean there's no confirmation, but I'm I'm pretty confident we're not going to get um uh, fucking what's his name? Krasinski? Yeah. I think that there you, was You think that was a one-off? Yeah, I almost, I'm I'm trying to remember what I had either heard or read, but I think I almost have like minor confirmation. Like I said, there's never a hundred percent until the time comes because people can lie or change their minds. But my understanding was that was meant to be a fan service, and it finally got that out of the way. Um, yeah, well, whatever they decide to go to, as long as it's not like Mark Wahlberg or something, I'll be all right with it. <laughs> it is what it is. Oh my god! Like as long as it's not like Mark Wahlberg and Amy Schumer. Like no. Yeah. <laughs> What? No. What? No. <laughs> Did you just stretch over here and slap my ass? What? No. No. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we should have Mark Wahlberg. Uh, Fuck. <laughs> Mark Wahlberg would be a good um, Johnny Blaze. Do you steal my soul? What? No. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to make a deal with the devil? What? No. <laughs> Fuck. All right. No more of that. We're Just give him a leather jacket and a fucking motorcycle. You know what? It's fine. It's all fine. I'm pretty sure he had that in that movie, like, Daddy's Home or something like that with Will Ferrell. I'm pretty sure they gave him a motorcycle and a leather jacket. And that I think was they like, did. I think that was his whole personality in that movie. Oh. See? He's already method acting for it. See? He's got it. Yeah. Just Apparently, really- Ryan Gosling really wants to play Ghost Rider. I could see, I was, oh man, I, when someone said Norman Reedus, I was just like, fucking, all right, you nailed it. I don't even know if it's comic book accurate. I just, that I man be on mad a motorcycle. About it. It's just because The Walking Dead, people saw him with a gun and a motorcycle, and they were like, ooh. It works. I mean, if it works, it works. I mean, I'm not like, a, that's another one. I wouldn't be mad about it. A little on the nose, but I mean, I wouldn't be mad about it. Right. I mean, if it makes your dingle jingle. Like I said. Ryan Gosling apparently really wants to play him, and I wouldn't even be upset about that. I wouldn't be upset about that. I think he could play that pretty well. I'm always down for a rugged uh, Ryan Gosling outing. Yeah. So I haven't heard anything more about, um, is it Will Poulter? Doing, uh, oh, yeah, he, he's playing uh, Adam Warlock. Yeah, I haven't yeah. heard anything more about Guardians that. Guardians 3. We got well, there, some... was, there was a trailer released at Comic-Con oh. uh, for Guardians 3. And it didn't 3. leak? No, it didn't leak. Ooh. Segments of it leaked, but they were they were taken down so fucking quick. Oh. Uh James Gunn actually came out and said um a couple days after Comic-Con had ended, he said that the only reason the trailer was shown to Comic-Con and not like released publicly was because there were some visual effects shots that he wasn't happy with. Okay. In the trailer and he wants to get all that cleaned up and make sure that it's to his approval before it's released to the public. Right. So, I mean, I wouldn't be surprised if we see probably that trailer that was from Comic-Con probably, like, 
before the end of the year. Because, I mean, as far as I know, I think our next Marvel film is Wakanda Forever, and that's in November. Yeah, sounds right. Without having it pulled up in front of me, that sounds right. Because I know Lord, Thor Love and Thunder is coming to Disney Plus on September 8th, and that's probably going to how, be how I watch that movie the first for the first time. I was... Uh, I'm back on my, 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 my statements... Um, I, I think that, um, I think Ragnarok was a fluke for Waititi. <laughs> I think that, uh, I don't think there's as much there as people think there is. I don't know. Thor Love and Thunder was a good movie. Like, it was a good movie. But it was just a good movie. But there were, well, there were just things about it that felt like, it felt like it was still a, it wasn't like shitty. It's just the idea of like it was really well done. It's right there underneath Ragnarok, but what holds it back so aggressively is how hard he was trying to make it Ragnarok 2.0. Mm-hmm. And to like try new things that were like over the top funny and it's like I mean, yeah, some of that stuff's funny, but like I can tell you're trying like, and I always felt that way about his comedy at least. Like (coughs) I felt like there was just that subtle hint of the right amount of comedy in Ragnarok on top of the genuine real story that made it a good movie. And this one, there wasn't nothing holding it back. And I feel like when it comes to Taika, with me, when it comes to Taika, like I think he's, he hasn't really done anything I've disliked. I just think he, I I think he don't dislike his work. I just think he works better in different ways. Because, like, if you watch something like like What We Do in the Shadows, I love that movie. See that, but it could only mm. work in in Taika's way of doing it. But then you go to like Jojo Rabbit, See, that where was a good movie, where Jojo Rabbit was, was a just... phenomenal movie. It was a phenomenal movie, yeah. but there was there wasn't that level of comedy to it. That, like, it still felt like a drama just as much as a comedy. Yeah. It had a lot of heart. I need to rewatch it because I know that when I first saw it, I was not. Again, it wasn't like. Like, I've never thought that that was a shitty movie. I just didn't. You weren't wowed by it. I, I didn't care for it. <coughs> I just think the movie has a, a, a lot of heart. And I think. And I think. Yeah, there were definitely some scenes that, like, definitely moved me for mm-hmm. sure. There were. I mean, it. Yeah, how can you not with, you know the fucking holocaust yeah but i think i think taika when he when he really needs to bring it he can bring it um i can't speak on thor 11th thunder because i obviously haven't watched it yet so i'll refrain from making any any comments in in a way of that but there's definitely some really good things in it absolutely and i mean in terms of thor movies is not a really that high of a bar i mean the first thor i would give it like a six out of ten uh, Thor: The Dark World, I'd give it like a three point five out of ten. Hmm. I mean, and then Ragnarok, I'd give it like an eight point five out of ten. I mean, the bar isn't really all that high for a Thor movie, right? And, you know, and the fact that Thor got four movies, and granted, Cap is getting a fourth movie. It's just with Sam Wilson and not Steve Rogers, right? Um, Iron Heart is getting a series, so I mean. Yeah, and that's with Riri and not Tony. So, I mean, spiritual successors, if that's what you want to call it. Right. Um, but, I don't know. 
it is what it is. I'll I can't say too much because I haven't seen Thor: Love and Thunder yet. So I'll just end my end my uh, discussion there. Yeah, there's definitely some stuff that I want to like talk about with you on that when the time comes because you know I can I can point out some of the things, but I don't want them to be. I don't want it to affect the way you see the movie, so I want you to see it, and then we can discuss. Like, that's fair. What did you catch? Like, what was like? Did anything take you out of the movie? We're like, oh come on, or did anything, you know, just hold you fast the whole time? Just wild, just oh man, just wet dreams, like so good, like <coughs> just Natalie Portman. Yeah, Natalie Portman's a wet dream. I like Natalie Portman. And I feel like she, I, I feel like as, as far as her character, um, despite maybe one or two scenes, I think that in general, I think I can see why she came back after not made, maybe necessarily wanting to be involved in this stuff anymore. I can see um, why she liked this. I think it did really good with her character. I think they did a good job. Right on. So. Fair enough. And we got Darcy back. I didn't know Darcy was in this. Yep. Well, good. That makes me excited. I do love Darcy. Last time I saw her was in WandaVision, so I'm looking forward to seeing Darcy again. I'm not going to say for how long or for what. She's just in it. That's fine. Which is nice. I will I will see it when I she can see She took a break from partying hard with Andrew WK to film her character. <laughs> <laughs> it's one of my favorite marriages. Yeah. So. It's weird. It's weird, but it works. But I feel but it's, like it's provocative. Yeah, I feel like we're both getting tired. I'm getting tired. I can tell I'm talking slower. I mean, it's midnight, so I mean, yeah, yeah. All right, or hey, dads, man, uh, it happens. Apologies um, for last week. Apologies for this week because <laughs> this was a mess. But, well, uh, last week was a mess too. Yeah, because I mean, you gotta think. Last week we didn't record. I know. We recorded the week before because my ass had fucking COVID and it sucked. And I didn't give it to you. You did not give it to me. We don't know. We don't know. We don't know where we got it. But three years of this shit. We don't know where we got it. We just assumed. Yep. Three years of this shit, and we we finally got it. The whole the whole clan was taken down. All of us. Yep. Both the kids. Within a month. Yeah. Both of the kids had it. Me and Kim. Both had it. We were we were all down, so that's why I was not here last week. Yep. But all's good now. We're all good. We're all in the clear. Everybody's feeling feeling one hundred percent again. So it just sucked. That was not a good time. Ten out of ten would not recommend. <laughs> so, For a good day or two. Yeah, I slept a lot. I, I actually liked it. I, I was quarantined for a week in bed and <laughs> didn't have to see anybody, didn't have to do anything. I didn't have to do anything. I literally like I was in bed and then I'd go like take a shower, come back up to bed Dude. and I just streamed. Oh yeah, by the way, to end everything, I did finish Lucifer because I started that during my quarantine and um I finally finished it and I cried because <laughs> it was actually really good and I think that I mean it's the last three seasons that were on Netflix, I didn't think were quite as strong as the first three seasons, but I think that in the end, they did a very good job of wrapping everybody up. I am okay with the ending, even though I don't ever want it to end. So I didn't do a lot in my quarantine. Didn't do a lot? 
No, because I'll tell you what, the one, the worst thing is, because you know, you were like, I enjoyed it, I slept, I laid in bed, blah, blah, blah. Yeah. No, it, it's fucking awesome. It sucked because Kim and I had to be parents still. Oh, yeah. You still had kids. And not only were that we, we have kids, but our kids were also sick at the same time that we were sick. So, like, just being sick and then taking care of children and then, like, not only just children, but two sick children. Like, it was not a good time. So, yeah, it was rough. But, like I said, all all is well now. We're good to go. So, three years. It took three fucking years for it to finally reach me. But it, it ended up getting to me. Oh, yeah. It, it gets us all, apparently. Uh, Can you see my shadow puppets on the green screen? I can see your shadow puppets. <laughs> All right. Hey, everyone. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. If you're watching, if you're not watching, you should be. If you're not in our Discord, you should be. Yeah. Um, if you haven't rated and reviewed our podcast on Apple Podcasts, you should have. Uh, you want a T-shirt? You want a sticker? Review the podcast. Uh, it has to be five stars if you want something for free. Come on. But if you give us five stars and you show us, like, Send me a message. Let me know what your username was, whatever. Or even if you um, don't give us five stars, give us your honest assessment. You can do that too, but I'm not going to give you free shit for saying that we sound like poop. Because yeah, I know true. it's true, and <laughs> I need to cry into that t-shirt. When we try our best. We do what we can with what we have. That's right. Um, we do spend money on this thing every God, every Josh week. is pushing us out the fucking door I know, already. Like, Jesus Christ, Josh. We'll just fucking go then. <laughs> My God. Just push us out the damn door, why don't you? He's probably like, hurry up and get off here so we can play Fortnite. Ugh, at that point, just stay on. <laughs> no, I can't. I'm too. I'm sleepy. <laughs> you should hop on here and play Fortnite with Josh and Booty sometime. I you shouldn't. You can play on my account, too. That I, way, actually, don't worry about I actually shouldn't. You should. It's fun. Because I don't want to fucking play Fortnite. Actually, I will stick to Minecraft it's and It's fun. It's Call fun to Duty. play with people you love. I don't love a lot of people. Literally playing right now. See? You can stay and watch me play. You should hop on and play one little round with him, and then I'll hop on. No, that's good, fam. I'm you good. got it. I'm all right. But, uh, hey, everyone, thank you again. And uh, bye. Thanks for listening, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye. I want to give a shout-out to You Versus Yesterday for the use of our theme song, Summer, Let's Make This Forever, off of their EP, Remember This. Nerd to your mother.